In the beginning, God, the law of the universe, the same law in all units that creates vegetable or animal, the same law circumvents abnormal conditions as best it can. The same law personifies itself in quadrupeds and bipeds, the vertebrata, species, and families. If all channels of communication are open, free, and clear of impediments, obstructions, hurdles, or interferences in its path. In the beginning, God, man being one creation, medicine per se, is supposedly, supposed to be scientifically due from outside what God can't do from inside of man. Educated men, medical men, and scientific men with test tubes, microscopes, laboratories, and endless compounds deny the cult tenets of abilities of a supreme internal function. God, no matter how defined, is omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent inside of man in the creation of man. Where is this in man, if it is in man at all? If it is, this, is, this all-pervading internal power must be recognized and established as a dominant factor in healing with man, sick or well. This comes from Palmer's Laurel Life, written in the late 1940s, early 1950s. In contrast, I want to read to you the next installment. Right, so remember a few weeks ago, God bless you, remember a few weeks ago I read to you from the Annals of Internal Medicine? Well, now I read to you from the Journal of the American Medical Association. It must be like a dis-spinal manipulation month. <laughs> that must be what it is, because there are two articles on spinal manipulation in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Spinal manipulative therapy is, quote, spinal manipulative therapy is controversial treatment option for low back pain, perhaps in part because it's most frequently administered by chiropractors. Okay. Uh, most patients with acute low back pain improve over time regardless of treatment. Thus, therapy is often directed simply at, at symptom relief while natural healing occurs. So in other words, like, it's just going to go away on its own, and anything you do is just sort of a little extra. Physicians infrequently recommend SMT. Part of the hesitation, despite a growing clinical trial literature, may involve uncertainty about its biological rationale. It remains unclear how SMT relieves lower back pain. However, the hands-on, high-touch nature of treatment and ongoing patient clinical relationship through repeated visits and expectation of change, feeling of empowerment, and clinical clinician enthusiasm, reassurance, and conviction may all be therapeutic. Okay, that's, that's not bad, right? <clears throat> uh, cost of care are also important because SMT typically involves multiple visits. This therapy is likely to be more expensive than medication, such as non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. However, the cost of caring for complications from pharmacological therapies may exceed the cost of SMT. In the meantime, if manipulation is at least as effective and as safe as conventional care, it may be appropriate choice for some patients with uncomplicated lower back pain. Maybe. Maybe a choice. So, so we've been trying to hang our hats on back pain for a hundred and something years, and it may be a choice for those with uncomplicated acute lower back pain. So how many bloody research things do we need to do to prove that we work with back pain? I mean, we've done, there's probably hundreds of thousands of some kind of research studies, not many clinical trials and stuff, true, but hundreds of thousands, and we still can't get back pain for us as our thing. When's it gonna like occur to us that it ain't never gonna happen? Right? We could be doing this over and over and over again, a hundred and something years, all these research things, and they're still saying we might be effective. Then, the, then it goes on. 
Two articles, not just one, but two. SMT, so, so this is a, a literature review that they did. Association of Spinal Manipulative Therapy with Clinical Benefit and Harm for Acute Lower Back Pain, Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. So this is like a seriously huge review. SMT was provided by physical therapists in 13 studies, chiropractors in seven studies, medical doctors in five studies, and osteopathic physicians in three studies. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Did it say chiropractors were the main people involved in all these studies? No. No, chiropractors were, we were number two, but if you really count everybody else, we were like number four, right? And they didn't include like the karate instructors and like your best friend you know, next door and you know, all these other people who are doing all this kind of stuff, right? What? Do you see how this completely contradicts this? Right? Can I be any more clear to you? Right? So at Life University, we are the place where philosophy lives in chiropractic. Yet so many of us are so hell-bent on taking care of our back pain, neck pain, headache, whiplash people, when that is just something that we, not only are we really not that good at it, because if we were, then the clinical trials would show that we are unbelievable and everything we did was effective, right? Now that we're not that good at it, what we really should be doing is we really should be doing something else because everybody else is taking over what we're doing, right? The clinical trials years ago would say that chiropractors are doing most of this stuff and that's why it's so horrible. Now the clinical trials, mostly physical therapists are doing this, right? So I'm just, I'm just telling you this because this is where chiropractic should be going, right? We should be going with this thought process that BJ is talking about. We know what's inside these people, right? So when I, Reggie Gold used to say something. How many people have ever heard of Reggie Gold? Well, <clears throat> so <clears throat> Reggie Gold was <clears throat> one of the greatest chiropractic philosophers of our time. <clears throat> you know Irene Gold, right? That's the wife, okay? So the two of them have been like forces in chiropractic for a long time. I, unfortunately, Dr. Reggie Gold passed away a few years ago. <clears throat> but I saw him speak innumerable times over the course of, of my career. And one of the things that he was famous for saying is that you're far better off without a subluxation than you are with one. You are far better off without a subluxation than you are with one. That's where we need to hang our hats. Because if you think we're going to be able to compete with physical therapists and medical doctors and osteopathic physicians who all have significantly different training than we do, you're, you're mistaken. Right? You're sadly mistaken. Because the whole point of what we do is not to get out of, somebody out of back pain. That's their point. Right? I have a patient right now who just has shoulder surgery. The physical therapist told my patient, you shouldn't go to the chiropractor. Because the chiropractor will be, it'll be duplicity, is what they said. This is what my patient told them. Do you know what my chiropractor does? Yeah, he probably cracks your back. No, he does not crack my back. First off, he uses an adjusting instrument, a very specific adjusting instrument. Number one. And the physical said, well, he probably does some sort of physical therapy stuff on your shoulder. That's, supposed, that's my domain. 
I'm going to be fixing your shoulder. And you know what? Good. I don't want to fix a surgical shoulder, right? That ain't my thing. That ain't chiropractic's thing. He said, well, I just want to fix your shoulder. She says, that's exactly it. He's going to take care of my spine and my nerve system. You could take care of my shoulder. We're two different things. And he said, well, that's very different than most chiropractors. Right? Because most chiropractors want to do what? We want to be their one-stop shop. Why? Why? Why do I got to be everything? Right? Especially, I mean, we take care of dozens of special needs kids. Do you think I can do all the things they need? I can't do the speech therapy, occupational therapy, physical therapy, all the other kind of, the, help them write IEPs, you know, for their uh, independent uh, educational perf uh, performance plans. I can't do all those kind of stuff. They need somebody else to do that. Right? I'm not doing psychological evaluations. Right? I'm doing one thing, as Reggie Gold said. I find a subluxation and that's it. Right? I tell my patients, you're far better off without a subluxation than you are with one. I, this is what we talk about. We talk about the powers inside your body. Right? So whether they come in with back pain, or they come in with autism, they come in with ear infections, they come in with whiplash, it's all the same conversation. It's all the same conversation. Right? So if we want to, if we think that we're going to compete with, the, with a meta-study, a meta-analysis that has 13 studies with physical therapists, 5 with medical doctors, 3 with osteopathic physicists, 13 and 3 is 16 and 5, 16 and 5, 21, 21 studies by non-chiropractors and 7 by chiropractors. We are outnumbered. Do you get that? Right? It's time for chiropractic to grow up into the profession that it was born as, right? We were born as a philosophical profession. We were born to take care of people. The point of chiropractic was to take care of people, not to take care of back pain. It's time for us to grow up into that, right? BJ and DD had it right. Everybody else since then has had it wrong. It's time for us to say, you know what? Maybe the founders had something to do with what we should be doing right now. Maybe they were smarter than we gave them credit for. Anybody's out there dissing, oh, B.J. Palmer, they should be talked about as historical. Well, yeah, they might be historical, right? It was back in the 1800s and early 1900s. I agree with that. So there is some history to that, right? But it's not just history. So maybe we should look at the Declaration of Independence's history, too. It's just history, right? All that stuff that they were saying, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, it's just history. We shouldn't be going for that, right? What, so... It, what we should be doing is we should be looking at our founding fathers and the documents that the founding fathers of chiropractic gave us and saying maybe they were right and maybe we should start thinking that this direction ain't working. This direction ain't working. And let me tell you something. Even if chiropractic somehow or other was able to get ourselves on the bandwagon for back pain, which we haven't done in a hundred and something years, even if we could, are there enough chiropractors to take care of all the people with back pain? No. So who would actually get the nod? Who would get the nod if somehow or other they said, you know what? Back pain is a huge initiative in our country. We have to, who's going to be the, the, who's got enough people to take care of it? It's going to be the PTs. Because there's way more than, you know, them than us. Right? So why don't we start thinking about what we really should be doing? And that's just taking care of people and getting rid of their subluxations. Right? Whether or not their pain goes away is not my problem because I can't make someone's pain go away. I'm not a magician, right? My goal 
is to remove subluxations and allow that body peak performance. A dad called me the other day, <clears throat> and there's, he called me the other day, and he's paying for his kid's care. And he said to me, Dr. Rubin, uh, when is my daughter going to get better from this particular issue? Now, I've been seeing his daughter for like a year. She's a gymnast, uh, a very high-level competitive gymnast. <clears throat> and she's, you know, obviously, gymnasts hurt themselves all the time. And I said, you know, sir, this isn't about getting better from a particular injury. This is about peak performance. I want her to be the best athlete she can. I want her to have the possibility of getting a scholarship when she graduates from high school. That's what I'm looking for. And he said, good, that's exactly what we want to hear. Do you hear that? The parent said, good, that's exactly what I want to hear in my kids getting peak performance. Not I want to hear, well, you should only be adjusting the kid two times a week for this man three times and then cut them off when their pain's gone. That's not what they're saying. Do you get that? Right? That's what chiropractic has, thought, has taught you to think that that's what people want. But what people want, they want peak performance. They want better health. They want optimization. That's what they really want, right? That's what BJ is talking about here. Removing impediments, obstructions, hurdles, interferences in his path. That's what we do, right? And if chiropractic would just hang our hats on what we really do, and we're really good at removing subluxations, and there ain't no physical therapist who can do that the way we can, if we can hang our hat on what we really do, then maybe we would become the profession we should become instead of the second-rate profession that sees seven studies out of 21 studies for back pain. I rest my case. <laughs>